Hello and welcome back to the Confidence Club podcast. It's your host, Manel Briggs. I am super excited for today's episode. This is one of my favorite kinds of episodes to record, and that is the prep for 2024 reflecting, goal setting, and vision boards episode. So I did one of these last year at the end of last year. Yeah, as we prep for 2023, just had to think about that for a second. And it was one of my favorites because this is something that I spend a lot of time in this last week thinking about and working on. And so then to have been able to share my process of how I go about setting goals for the new year that I'm actually going to achieve. And then also like before I even do that, like reflecting on how that year went and then translating my goals into a vision board was really fun. And goal setting is something that I love doing. And I think it's something that it's not just for the new year. You know, a lot of people think that you just have to do resolutions and then it's like, okay, if you fall off of them, you know, partway through the year, then you have to wait till the next year to restart or regroup. And that's just not the case. But the new year is definitely a great time to think about this because there's something just about humans that like having this sort of, this is the first day we start, like it's the beginning of the year we start, it's the beginning of the week we start. And this year actually starts on a Monday, which is crazy. So really, you know, we're starting at the beginning of the year, we're starting at the beginning of the week, it's just really the best time to put our goals into action. But that being said, it can be really overwhelming to even think about what you want to achieve in the new year and then also figuring out like a plan or a, a way of how you're going to do that. So I have a, my own process that I follow and for everybody it's going to be different. But in this episode, I'm going to share my three-part guideline on how I go about setting goals for the new year and then also many kind of entry into how I go about like staying on track of those within the year. Now, I think I'm actually going to do a separate episode where I talk about how I go about working on my goals on a monthly basis, because as you're going to see or hear in this episode, I do break it down that way as well. But I think we're going to do a whole separate episode for that because that might just be too overwhelming to hear all of that in this. Now, to keep it simple and as less overwhelming as possible, I've broken this episode down into three parts. So we've got part one, which is going to talk about doing a reflection and a yearly review. We've got part two that's going to talk about setting goals and intentions. And then we've got part three that's going to talk about vision boards. All right. So I hope you're ready to get into this. I encourage you to listen to this episode distraction-free, and when you're done, to set aside some time to actually implement and do the things that we're going to talk about because it'll be fresh in your mind once you've heard it, and I feel like that's the best time to do it. You have still have a couple days, five, four or five days after this episode is going to be uploaded so that you do have time to do the things that I'm going to talk about in this episode before the new year starts. And we'll hit the ground running and it's going to be a great year in 2024. And this is how we're going to do it. Okay, so let's start off with part one, talking about our reflection and yearly review. So I do believe that before you can know where you're going, you have to acknowledge where you've been. That is something that I always take time to do before I even like fully plan out what I want to achieve in the new year, because I think like on the one hand, first, you need to see like, you know, where you're at right now. But I also think it's important to acknowledge like what happened this year, what you're proud of, what went well, what maybe didn't go so well, how you grew, 
and just like take some time to really think about how this year went because how are you supposed to know you know what you want to do next year if you didn't even you know think about what you did this year sometimes the things you want to do next year are building off of what you did this year and sometimes you realize that the things that you thought you might be interested in doing next year based off of this year are actually not that interesting anymore because you didn't even you know do them that much this year so when we're goal setting when we're reflecting this is a really big time to be honest with yourself about where you're at right now and where you want to go so some prompts to help you with your self-reflection I have some for you so number one what went well number two what didn't go so well number three how did you grow number four what did you learn and this one specifically apply it to yourself and I really like this one because I know I've learned a lot of things about myself this year like how I operate uh how I'm feeling and like what to do to make myself feel better what happens when I'm in a certain mood when I need to be alone versus when I need to be with people like just do some reflection on you know what you learn specifically about yourself because that's going to help you as you go into the new year what are you proud of uh number six what did you accomplish number seven what were the highlights of your year and number eight what did you overcome So you don't have to go through all of those. Just you can pick a few. You can do all of them if you want to. I highly do recommend doing the one that's what you do learn about yourself because I think self-reflection is so key and it's going to help you. But definitely also the what were the highlights of your year and then what you kind of overcame because I think it's good to acknowledge the good things that happen. And also it's just fun to, you know, look back on that in 10 years and be like, oh my gosh, like I totally remember all these things happening. And then also just taking time to, you know, congratulate yourself and like pat yourself on the back for what you overcame because that was no feat and then also just realizing how much you've grown through doing that so that's the first step okay part one is doing that self-reflection if you need like do this one day do the goal setting the next day if you've never done like self-reflection but honestly even if you have like you know that this takes a decent amount of time because you're really sitting there with yourself and your thoughts so this might be like a day in of itself you know what I mean like it might take all your energy just to do this and that's okay we'll go to the goal setting intentions the next day with that let's head into part two of goal setting and intentions now i have a different way of setting goals because i like to joke with my family that we're not a smart goals family we don't set smart goals i honestly like personally take this as you will but i don't like that method at all because i feel like it encourages you to set realistic goals and like, how boring is that? I'm sorry. Like, that's so boring. And also, if you're setting realistic goals, like, a lot of the times it's you subconsciously, like, setting small goals because you don't believe that you can achieve big goals. And, you know, that is not what I'm here to encourage on this podcast. Like, you can actually achieve anything that you want to achieve. So, I'm sorry, but today we will not be talking about the SMART goal method. Honestly, if you ask me right now, I don't even know if I remember what it all stands for because it's that irrelevant in my head. I like to set big goals and I would rather fall short of the big goal that I set than, you know, achieve a small goal because I probably grew a lot more from falling short from a big goal than just achieving a goal that I already kind of knew that I could achieve. And I think, you know, you can have a mix of these goals because it is definitely good to have some, you know, achievement moments so that you can kind of give yourself a boost of confidence. But overall, if all of your goals are things that you already kind of know you're going to achieve, like, it's going to be kind of a a small year for you, which, you know, if that's your prerogative, that is totally fine. But that is not mine. And uh, that is not what I will be 
preaching as I shared this goal setting process with you, okay? So just keep that in mind. So the first thing that I like to do when I'm setting goals is I like to just brain dump anything and everything that comes to mind about things that I want to do next year, things that I want to see, things that I want to experience, things that I want to accomplish. This sometimes takes a little bit of time, but it's going to make the rest of this process a lot easier. So really just take some time to just brain dump anything that comes to your mind. Big, small, medium, does not matter. I also sometimes I'll like dump things that like I know aren't necessarily something that I'm focused on right now, but it's something that I want in the future so that I can see somehow that like, okay, if I want this in the future, maybe I set a couple other things this year so that I'm building towards getting that kind of thing. So, I mean, a good example for that would be like a financial goal, right? Like you might be in a place right now where you're not necessarily looking to buy a house. You're not looking to, you know, move across the world or whatever it is for you. But it would be a good idea to start putting aside money so that when you are ready to do that, you have the funds ready for you kind of thing. So that's just one example. But there's a lot of different things that, you know, you could apply that to as well. So take some time and just brain dump literally anything that comes to mind. Once you've done that brain dump, I want you to look at the things that you've put on the paper and start to group them based on common categories and use that as your kind of subcategories of goals that you want to work on. So let's say you're looking at your brain dump and there's a lot of things that have to do with like fitness and health. Then one of your like goal pillars for the year will be fitness and health. And then under that, you might have like the different little things that you want to achieve or the different goals that you have for yourself. Another one is like, um, you know, your finances. Like if you see a lot of things on there, then maybe finances is going to be a sub pillar. Maybe you wrote a bunch of places that you want to go. Well, then maybe travel is going to be one of your sub pillars. And what this is going to help you do is figure out what your key focuses are this year and where you want to spend most of your time and energy. So if you have a lot of goals that have to do with fitness and health, then it's also going to help you to make better decisions, set better intentions about, you know, what kind of food you're eating and how you're spending your time, whether or not you're going to skip that gym workout. You know what I mean? Like you can get a better sense of what's important to you. And then you can also, I feel like it also helps you with maybe like any kind of guilt that might come when you feel like you should be doing something, but that's not what you really want to be doing. Obviously, sometimes there's some things where you have to do it anyway, but I've just like really thought about this a lot this year because I feel like sometimes when I set goals, I set goals, but I'm like, that's not actually what I want. I just feel like that's what I should want or what I'm supposed to want. And I don't want us to be bringing that energy into 2024 because it's kind of a waste. Like, why would you spend your time like working towards goals that aren't really that important to you? Like, you know, it's just it's just not worth it when you could be spending your time working towards things that you want and that are important. So once you've got those categories, it gives you an idea of like what your main focuses are going to be for the year. And then also with that, it's also going to help you do something which I call choosing a word of the year. So this is something that I've been doing for the past, I want to say four years, where every year I choose a word to ground me and guide me through the year. And it will usually be something that kind of sums up all of the things that I wrote down or brain dumped. So it's like a word to kind of, I guess, pull all those things together. So like, for example, like last year, my word was creative. And if you looked at my list of goals and like you looked at my vision board, like it made sense because a lot of the things on there 
were things that had to do with creative expression, whether it was through my podcast, whether it was through my media, whether it was just like through hobbies and things that I wanted to learn on the side. It was all, it all had to do with like being creative. Obviously I had other things on there too, but like that was just like a key word that kind of tied everything together. And what's really funny, and I noticed this when I was looking back on previous years, is sometimes you'll forget like during the year that that word is guiding you. But when you get to the end of the year, and you kind of look back on how your year went, you actually realize that that word was like all like kind of just showed up all throughout your your year. Like I remember um, one year I picked the word lead and it didn't really occur to me until the end of the year that I had like so many leadership opportunities, so many areas in my life where I grew because of leadership that I was like, that's crazy because I picked that word at the beginning of the year and then kind of just you know, just like let it do its thing. I didn't even really think about it that much. And then I look back at the end of the year and realize that there were so many parts of my life this year that had to do with leading and leadership. Like that is crazy. And it's it's just really cool to see. But it's also just like a fun thing to do and just something to kind of come back to and keep you tied and grounded to what it is that you're working towards that year. Now, the next thing that I'll say uh, when it comes to setting goals. So because I feel like this is something that can be quite daunting is you, you know, you do this brain dump, you set your goals, you figure out these kind of categories that you're going to be focusing on. And you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, like there's, first of all, maybe so many things on this list that I want to do this year. Where am I even supposed to start? And then the other side's like, okay, um, how do I even go about this? Like, how do I even like, okay, I said, I want to start a fitness journey. Well, where am I supposed to start? Like, I've never done this before. I can't just, you know, uh, change all of my habits all at once and then just hope for the best. Like, it's not going to work like that. No, it's not going to work like that. So something that I think is really beneficial is kind of taking a look at what you want to focus on and then breaking it down into quarters of the year. Or even, like, you can do quarters, you can do thirds, you can do it by month. Like, whatever works for you. It, it's honestly going to be very dependent on what is on your, you know, goal list. But the reason why this is effective is because if you look at your list and you see that there's certain things on there that are kind of only relevant partway through the year, then that's when you should be spending more time focusing on it in that one quarter or that other quarter and that other thing that you want to focus on might happen later. So an example of this would be like, let's say school, you're in school and, you know, your one of your goals is to get straight A's. Well, you're, unless you're taking summer school, you're only in school from, you know, January to April, let's say, if you're in university, and September to December. So those two, like, thirds of the year is probably when you're going to be grinding out school. Now, let's say another one of your goals is finances. Well, if you're grinding out school, chances are you're probably not grinding out work as well. Like, that that's not the goal for everybody, but let's just say, like, your focus is probably going to be school and then finances. Whereas in the summer, you're going to have like that third of the year or quarter, whatever it is, however your like years uh, played out where you're not doing school. So that's not a focus anymore. So now you can spend more time on finances. So breaking it down into like quarters like that really just helps you set yourself up for success because you know what you need to be focusing on at what. Like I said, I am going to do a separate episode where I talk about because I like to uh, I like to break my goals down in by months because I just I 
I have this system where I set mini goals for the month that have to do with my bigger goals and like mini intentions and habits and stuff like that. So I'm going to do a whole episode on that because I think that this is a really beneficial way to go about things, to be honest. I've been doing it like for a while and I absolutely love it. It's also a good way for you to kind of check in with yourself every month to make sure you're still on track to do the things you want to do or to regroup and, you know, maybe redecide if this is still something you want to be working on. So with that said, I actually just wanted to say a couple things to keep in mind when you're doing your goal setting. Number one, it's okay for goals change. Like there's 365 days in the year. What you want to do right now might not want be what you want to do like halfway through the year or at the end of the year. And that is totally fine. Like we're growing human beings. We're always changing. Like we're evolving. We're, you know, things, things change. But I just want to make sure that this is not you copping out because you don't think you can hit that goal. That is not what we're doing here. Okay. So keep that in mind. Number two, stay consistent. Even if it does not look like you're getting results in whatever goals you set at the beginning of the year, just keep going. If it's something that's important to you, keep going because that consistency is going to pay off and you will start to see the, the results that you want. And number three, it doesn't need to be the first to start goal setting. And obviously this is kind of like counterintuitive because we're talking about prepping for 2024. But this is more just a reminder that like if you fall off your goals, like partway through January, partway through the year, it's okay. Like you can always start again. You don't need to wait for the first of the month or the first of the year. You don't need to wait till next New Year's to reset your goals. Like you can do it at any time. So just keep that in mind and don't let that hold you back. Okay, now let's get into the third part, which is to talk about vision boards, because these are so much fun to make. My family and I do, like, well, I'll just call it a vision board party, but we basically just all make our vision boards together on one day. And it's so fun because then we, like, (laughs) present them to each other and kind of share, like, what our goals are, what our focuses are for the year. And I love that tradition. I I do. We're going to uh, Florida at the beginning of the year, though, so... We have to move our vision board day to tomorrow, but today, actually, when you're listening to this. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. But anyway, so a vision board is basically like just a visual version of your goals and what you want to accomplish and everything that you're working towards. And I think it's really beneficial to have a visual because you can constantly be looking at it. It's a tool for manifestation. So It's kind of one of those things where it's like if you speak it into the universe, it will happen. And this is just a form of being able to do that. You can make these digitally or physically. I like to make it digitally personally. It's just it's a little bit easier because you don't need to have like all the materials. But it is kind of fun to get like magazines and pictures and like scrapbook your vision board and then put it in a nice little frame and you know hang it up in your house so that's definitely an option I like to make it digitally because then I use it as my laptop screensaver so I can see it every time I log into my laptop which is every single day and it's just really fun to make I feel like it's fun to like go and look for the things that you want and then being able to see them all the time I think I'm gonna do a whole little mini how to make a vision board tutorial but it's super simple like I make mine on Canva I get my pictures in Pinterest, I open up a a spread on Canva, and I just put it together. I like the aesthetic of things, so I like to make mine really pretty. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It can be if you want. Like, I have this idea how I want to make it look scrapbook-y this year. I don't know how that's going to go, but I will definitely show you, so you will see it when it's done. 
Hopefully it turns out. I have this like whole vision in my head, so I hope it's gonna work, but if it doesn't, I'm sure it's still gonna look cute, cause you know. Anyway, so yeah, that is a wrap, I think, on this episode. I hope that these tips and, you know, this guideline is helpful for you. I'm cheering you on towards your goals for 2024. I'm looking forward to chatting with you more often in the new year. And I'm excited to see what this podcast is going to do in the next year. Who else I'm going to get to connect with. I appreciate all of you that are here. I feel like I'm wrapping this up as if it's the last episode of the year, but it's not. There's one more coming later this week because we have to wrap up the reading portion of this year. So I'm not going to get all concluding on you right now because we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Anyway, I will chat with you later this week. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and we'll chat soon. Bye!